0: Welcome to Courage to Create, a podcast for those choosing to live and lead from heart, soul, and desire. I'm your host, Claudia Whitney, a certified hypnotherapist and life and business coach for women. And I'm obsessed with supporting you on your path to living a more abundant, expanded life of purpose. I believe we were born to go big, and each week you'll hear inspiring interviews from passionate souls that dare to create their bold stories. And it's my hope that after hearing stories of truth, courage, and desire, you'll feel called to rewrite a part of your story that may be holding you back from living a life of your wildest dreams. Hey there, how are you? I'm so glad you're here. I've got another inspiring interview for you today. This week I interviewed the gorgeous Morgan Northway. she's a life coach living bicontinental between Los Angeles and Vienna with her husband and her sweet little cat. she supports women to create lives beyond their wildest dreams. she does this through one-on-one coaching, group coaching programs and retreats. I even got to go um, to her Malibu retreat a few months ago and I taught some yoga and it was so incredible. So Morgan does many things, and she's also spoken at events around the U.S. teaching meditation and mindfulness. Morgan was one of the first women that I met here in L.A. when I moved here, so I've missed her since she she left and has been traveling and living abroad, so it was so, so good to catch up with her and talk about all her favorite topics, like manifesting our dreams and taking risks. We also talked about how her marriage has transformed and her connection to spirituality. So as always, grab your notebook. These interviews always have a bunch of wisdom thrown around. So Morgan, she's definitely dropping her wisdom in this episode. And it might just be the thing that inspires you to lean into your resistance and make your dreams come true. And before we start the interview, I want to tell you about a little project I've been cooking up for you. I'm hosting a dream business mini retreat on October 15th, and I'm doing this virtually so anybody can join. And you can think of this as an ideas incubator or the ultimate brainstorming session, because if you did not know this already, I'm an ideas and brainstorming queen. I'm really good at it, and I love it. So at this retreat, you'll get clear about what lights you the F up and how you can present it to the world. You'll get clear on how you, who you serve and how you serve them and how to call them in, even if you struggle with using social media. I'll show you other ways to grow and connect with your dream audience, I promise. So, use the link in the show notes to check it out, or just DM, DM me on Instagram, the words dream business, and I'll send you all the info. Just a side note better to sign up now or soon because the price will just keep going up the closer we get to the retreat date, and that's on October 15th. So, if you're looking for a spark, babe, this is it. All right, let's get into the interview now. Hello and welcome back to another inspiring interview. Today I have my dear friend Morgan Northway and I'm so excited you're here you all that are listening right now, we have had a (laughs) a lot of tech issues. So we're so like relieved to finally be here doing this. So I'm so excited. And I was thinking, Morgan, you were one of the first interviews I did a couple of years ago for an interview series I did called Live on Purpose. And that was so fun to have that conversation. And I've, you know, since I've started this podcast, um, now we get to talk about your life and your, you know, what's happening and, and what you're teaching and what you're all about now on Courage to Create. So I'm so excited that that you're here. Mm-hmm. And um, when I think about you, Morgan, I, I feel like you are the definition of Courage to Create. I've mm-hmm. seen you over the years creating a thriving coaching business mm-hmm. and community, and you've been transforming your marriage. And now mm-hmm. you're living bicontinental between Los Angeles and Vienna. Like, How cool is that? (laughs) And I I remember we'd go on these long walks and you would talk about these dreams that you had. And girl, you've just been freaking making making them happen. And I know you moved to LA years ago to work in the fashion industry and you pivoted and now you have this beautiful coaching business. So I had you on today to talk about having dreams and taking the leap, uh, about taking risks, pivoting in life, and how you deal with the uncertainty and mystery of it all, because that stops a lot of women from, from going after their dreams. As we, we know, we coach women. And so we get to hear about this all, all the time, every day. So first, I want to just get to know you, have you introduce yourself, say hi, and then we'll dive into some fun
1: questions. So welcome. Oh, thank you, Claudia. I am so honored to be back. And yeah, the first time I was on, I'm like, wow, so much has changed since that time, and um, yeah, I'm Morgan, and I am proud to now say I live bicontinental, which is a term I'm still getting used to, between LA and Vienna with my husband and our sweet cat
0: Molly. I know it's so exciting just watching your stories and posts that you you know that you've been posting, and it just looks like a dream Mm -hmm. and I know that you've um, had a lot of events and programs recently centered around dreams and manifesting your dreams coming true and I'd love to hear uh, I'd love to hear about your dreaming process like I'm a huge 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 dreamer I visualize I feel it I journal it I do scripting Mm -hmm. I future vision I future brag I do manifestation hypnosis and meditations like I'm like such a dreamer, so. How do, you, how do you do it? What's your
1: process, if you have a process at all, um, around dreaming? I mean, so much of what you've shared definitely resonates that it's a process and um, there's definitely different phases to it. And I think that's one thing when we're talking about going after something we want or a dream is like acknowledging that it's definitely a journey. One of the first things I, I do and has been a a pattern over and over is I think just first knowing that I can have the dream. Like I'm worthy of having this thing that I want. I think that's one of the first things to even claim it is just being like, Oh my gosh, I could, I could have that. So that feels like a big first step for me.
0: Yeah. That's so important. That's what I I see time and time again is women not allowing themselves to first of all dream sometimes mm-hmm. like they're had kids or they're have a very demanding career or you know just something is keeping them from even even having the dream and then and then the second thing I see is uh women not dreaming big or you know they mm-hmm. like oh yeah I might want that but it's like but what do you really 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 mm-hmm. want and tuning into that like that deepest desire that thing that you're afraid to tell people you know the thing you're afraid to express you know you might be judged or rejected, rejected or all, all the things and so i um yeah i really love i love that that first step that you just shared i'd love to talk about resistance a little bit you know maybe you could talk about when you've had resistance taking action on your dreams or maybe even resistance in um, admitting that you have a desire, a dream, like mm-hmm. what you, what you do.
1: The thing that had transformed my relationship with resistance, because because I want to just acknowledge that it's, it's always there. <laughs> like sometimes there's this idea of like, when we dream, it's like waiting until we feel ready or the resistance isn't there. What changed everything for me was just learning how to relate and be with my resistance, which for me is fear. And so it's like, how am I being with my fear? Am I letting it run the show or am I like you're sitting in the path, me, which I love that visual. And so, I mean, having support around me that reflects to me one, do you see the resistance there? Do you see the fear? Do you see what's in the way of the dream? Like reflection is such a powerful and important part of going for something really that feels expansive and big because we, or I'll speak for myself, like I have blind spots. Like there's things I don't see. And so I think two with resistance is just seeing it. Like, oh, that's the fear. or that's a story that I've been buying into. And so the second I see it, I really see, I have a choice. And when I I have a choice, I feel way more empowered than this is the only way. And I'll just use, you know, coming to Europe and this dream of living in LA in Europe. My husband and I had talked about this for seven years and you can say there was a lot of resistance. Um, it was, it felt really scary. This idea, we lived in Monica, or we still have, you know, a foundation there. But it's like, this is so good. We love it here. It's so safe. It's like, it's so comfortable. And so the idea of leaving that and going for something unknown, yeah, there is a shit ton of, of resistance in the way. And so... I mean, I'll, I can share more of that process, but I think the biggest thing I want to say from resistance is just acknowledging that it's a part of the process and the more we can learn to be with it and work with it, that can transform any dream that we have.
0: yeah, that's so important. And as you were speaking, I was thinking about you know getting friendly and getting curious about the resistance because mm-hmm. you know something that I'm finding lately is when I'm feeling resistance or I'm like, um, having the fear or doubt creep up, you know, or I want to pivot or change my mind. I pause and I really feel into like, you know, what is this really, you know, is this me trying to get out of it? Is this me, you know, is this, is this really too much right now? Is this really a no? And instead of just like, Acting on it and saying like, "No, I can't do that," or you know, that's that's too much. It's like really getting intimate, you know, with with myself and curious and asking myself like, "Oh, are you not launching the program because it really is too much right now, not the t- right time, or is it because you're afraid
1: no one's going to sign up?" You know,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like like what's the tr- what's the truth here? You know,
1: <laughs> absolutely, it's like really slowing down with the stories that are running the show. Mm. I mean, this is, I think, I mean, this is in life, in relationships, in work, in uh, a relationship with money. It's like, what are the beliefs and stories we're buying into? For a long time, I, um, specifically this dream of coming to Europe, it was like, the stories I was telling myself is, we have a certain amount of money saved and like, I had a lot tied up in my husband's career. Like he had to book something or his career had to be at a certain place for us to go or had to be at a certain place in my coaching practice. There was just so many stories that I was really tying to, to this dream. And I will say on the other side of it, it's like when I went for the dream without like having any of that figured out, it's like all of those things have actually blossomed on the other side. So it's just so funny how we can be in this state of waiting when often on the other side of just going for it, the things we're most afraid of can completely transform.
0: Yeah. And I find like the deeper or maybe more the the truer the the desire is the scarier it can feel, you know, it's not like, Oh, I'm desiring ice cream today. (laughs) You know, it's like, you know, there's like deep, like calling, whether it be career or love or hell, like there's that, that deep, you know, whisper and, and nudge. And it's like, when you finally give space for it, you know, an attention to it and, and you, and you do, like you said, take that leap that when it, because it's alignment, it's like that, that thing that's calling is like the truth, <laughs> you know, it's like, it is the GPS, you know, it is like the, the, the code, the blueprint, like that is the the blueprint. And so when we say yes to it, you know, it's, um, amazing how fast or how easy it can feel like, oh my God, everything's falling into place. Oh my gosh, look at all the synchronicities. And I really think that's such a beautiful place to be in and I'd love to talk about taking risks. You mentioned it earlier. And I'm a woman that jumps. I totally trust <laughs> I'm like, I just trust the net will appear. I mean Jason, mm-hmm. if he comes home and says anything like, oh maybe we should do this, I'm like, okay, yes, I I'm a yes. And I know that's not the case for everyone. And I experience many clients really get stuck when it comes to taking the leap. And I'd love to hear about a time where you were so freaking scared and you did it anyway. And and what tools did you use or what mindset got you through that? I will say I've done it
1: many of times now in my life. Um, one of the first times was moving to LA. I'm originally from the Midwest and I graduated college a year early. I found my dream job in the fashion industry in LA at 21, left all my friends that were still in college. And I was like, I really had a vision of what I wanted for my life. And then really the the thing that transformed and got me into coaching was then getting to LA and realizing I actually don't know if the fashion industry is what I want. And that was a, a big kind of on my knees moment of like, if this isn't what I want, then what is? And I left the fashion industry. I mean, I have so many examples. I left a relationship of 10 years. Um, I could have easily married that guy. And I just, the common thing amongst all of them is there was just this deep knowing inside that would not go away. It was like this whisper and this gut feeling that it was, it was different than just, um, I want a hamburger today. It was like this, like, you know, when you feel it, just like almost want to throw up because you just like, no, you have to do it. Yeah. And you can ignore it as long as you want, but it will not go away. These moments were all of those. And one of the things over time, I will say it does get easier because I may, for example, coming to Europe, I had never done that before, but I had the evidence that when I've leaped in the past, my life happened beyond my wildest dreams on the other side. I got into coaching. I met my now husband. I am now in Europe. And I mean, there's so many miracles that have come out of coming here. And so when that fear, when you know the like idea of taking a risk, it's like, well, I don't know, it's so much unknown. It feels risky. I look back at the evidence of all the times it worked out and it may not be this exact example, but I'm like, okay, it worked out when I went through this, left the job or left the relationship. Can I trust that it could work out when I do this? And that for me has built so much confidence in really trusting myself in those moments that feel really risky
0: yeah. And I find that, like, you, I don't know, when I look back, and I'm sure you can say this too, Morgan, it, it, it always works out, <laughs> like, in one way or another. <laughs> because, like, the call that you get, that, you know, the desire that you have, it's like, and, and when you act on it, you get clarity. It could be clarity that, like, yes, living in Europe is the thing. It could be the clarity that, like, oh, it was just a six-month thing, and, and, and we're complete now, right? It's like, Action creates clarity. And so Mm -hmm. I think that's another reason it's important to go for it because then you end up wondering. You end up sitting and Mm -hmm. thinking, I wish I would have, or it could have been, you know? And it's like, you know, we, we know there's like no decision is is a wrong decision and all decisions are the right decision because it's gotten to us to where we are. So I also think that there's this shift in perspective, like a reframe, if you will, mm-hmm. that could happen here that would be able to help people along their way to taking
1: more risks and taking that, that leap, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you don't, you can't see, but I'm literally holding up a journal. This is where I, I call them my, my God shots or my universe blinks or whatever you want to call it. I have a whole journal where I track little moments where I felt supported, where I felt held, where I felt alignment. And when the fear gets loud or the resistance, I literally open up that journal and I just remind myself like how supported I am because sometimes in my head, it's hard to be like, Oh yeah, I remember that time it worked out, but like seeing it on paper, I just, rem- it reminds me because we forget over and over And so that's something I would highly encourage is getting a little journal where you can track um, all of those little moments.
0: Yeah. And you can't see it, but she's holding up like this blue (laughs) journal and you can tell there's like lots of uh, things poking out and papers. (laughs) It looks very well used.
1: Yes, it is. it is. It really is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that. I love tracking the evidence because we forget.
1: Mm-hmm. We just do.
0: We're like we, we, we remember the the times that didn't work out, remember the messy times, but we really forget like all the times where things lined up in such a way where we felt supported and felt unstoppable and we can yeah. access that anytime. And I think that's a wonderful, wonderful tool right there and it's easy. Mm-hmm. You spoke about your marriage. And I met you, like, when you were planning your wedding. (laughs) (laughs) And wow, like, the woman you were then compared to the woman you are now is just, it's, you know, pretty, pretty incredible. First of all, like, you've also experienced a lot of transformation in your marriage um, (laughs) since then and in your relationship. And I'm curious about that I'm curious about the work you've done and I mean that takes a lot of courage right to to put in the work to have those conversations and yeah I would just love to hear more about that
1: the biggest like coaching program or curriculum of my life um is this beautiful relationship I'm in um my husband is just one of my greatest teachers and mirrors and one of the things he's actually really taught me, without meaning to, but just because I really trust that relationships, like I look at the relationships in my life from a place of what can I learn, heal, and grow from this person based on, you know, what the, what's coming up in me from this person. If that's my perspective, then everyone's here um, for me, like everyone's here to, as an opportunity Um for me to grow as a person. So my husband's definitely one of those people. And he he's not a coach. He's not necessarily in a ton of personal development work. And for a long time for me, I was really fixated on that. I'm like, he needs to get a coach and he needs to do this work. And we have two dear friends of ours, um, who are also teachers of ours, that what they would say to me is, Morgan, all you need is a willing man. And I mean, in the moment, that was like, oh, the last thing I wanted to hear because that meant like, they were like, put the focus back on yourself. Keep putting the focus back on your growth, on what you want, on how you're communicating. And I would just say that practice of continuing to look at my side of the street, focusing on myself, the woman I've stepped into, my husband has rose to the occasion. Like he has just stepped up time and time again. And I really think back if I would have been waiting on him still, like it would have been a disservice to both of us. Yeah. He's, he's taught me a lot. And in moments I'll just share, you know, really candidly, like in moments of like big dreams, he, he, doesn't always need it with a ton of approval and it really brings up his own stuff and what that has been an opportunity for me is to really hold the desire and stand even more in what I want like it would be way easier if he was just like yeah babe go do it invest in the 20k program or the like I mean even when I got up Europe, up even though we had talked about it so many times Like, when I really was like, what if we went for it? He, I mean, it brought up so much of his own fear. And I really just then had to keep practicing on what's in my control and holding the desire and really trusting, no, there's a reason I have this on my heart. There's a reason I'm feeling this in my gut. And I'm going to just keep going for it and trust he will come along or he won't. But I cannot stay small to make them comfortable. Like that's just not in service to him. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's so different being single, mm. you know, like I think about being single. I did what I wanted when I wanted, mm. I like didn't answer to anyone. I mean, I just, yeah, I lived a great life and I still live a great life. And something changes when you, you know, you get into a relationship and you're married and and you have to have these conversations and you do have to consider the other person. So I love that you're bringing up, yeah, this idea of holding the the desire, even if the people around you don't see it Mm -hmm. for you, don't, aren't as excited as you are. And I'd love to just find out when you have a desire, like a strong desire, like you're sharing about and your partner isn't on board or people around you, your loved ones are like, think you're crazy. It's like, mm-hmm. how do you have the confidence and the courage to keep going after it even when you don't feel that supported? Cause I, I get that a lot with my clients. They're like, I have this dream, but like everyone thinks I'm crazy or my husband is like not backing me. And so like, what, what does one do? Like, I know you coach women. So what would you tell, you know, client?
1: Absolutely surround yourself with women or community that are also going for their dreams if I only surrounded myself and only let in the opinions of my family and my husband I would absolutely not go for my dreams I would let a lot of their opinions run the show like that is one thing especially um, when something feels really big and uncomfortable and like oh it's like I leaned on my coaches. I leaned on my um, community of women around me who have either, you know, not even dreams similar to mine, but I know they're in the commitment of living an aligned life in a desire-filled life. And that in itself, it doesn't ever have to mean they've gone through the same thing or have the same dreams, but I know that they're committed to living that type of life in those moments where, you know, my parents or my husband, like, had their own experience, I would just turn to them and, again, be reminded, am I living a life for my parents? Am I living a life for my husband? Or am I living my life? And this is my life. I only have one life. Like, I, I guess I really have learned to choose, yeah, honoring what feels true to me is the most important thing in the world.
0: How do you stay connected to that? Like your, you know, we're we're talking about desire a lot. We could use replace that with a lot of different things, calling, nudges, yeah. intuition even. And I know there are moments in my life where I'm so connected, tuned in, turned on. And then there are times where I am so not. And I'm like, for you know, have forgotten everything. Like th- this week, my son has been sick and off school for three days. My husband went, flew to Florida to help his family in the hurricane. You know, I've like, been juggling like work and trying to do, do it all. You know, it's like, I definitely am like, what the fuck do I want? I have no idea. Like, <laughs> I just want to like take a shower, you know? Yes. Um, okay. so what are the things that, you do to take care of yourself, so that you are a channel, um, are mm-hmm. connected to your intuition, to your heart, to to the things that your wisdom, to to your knowing. How do you take care mm-hmm. of yourself?
1: The first thing that's coming up because I've had to really work with this um, part of me, or yeah, experience of life, is my relationship with the down. Uh, which to me, what that means is like whenever I'm feeling just sadness or anger or wanting to like really like turn inward or just like big feelings uncomfortable feelings just down like having approval for that and if we're talking in relation to going for our dreams I think sometimes too it's like oh I should be feeling up all the time yeah I'm going for it and absolutely there are days where I'm just like The wisdom, I guess, the the deeper wisdom is just approving that today. I just want to watch Netflix and chill. And, like, what if that was the most expansive thing for me today? (laughs) Like, what if that was the biggest act of self love I could make? And that's uncomfortable. I would say I'm in a very much an achiever, I've always been that way. So, again, the relationship to the down to the days where I, I may not be feeling like I'm moving forward. You could use that term. It's like ah, this is one of my favorite things that um, someone shared with me a long time ago. Is like invisible progress is happening.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna use that. I love that. That's yeah. amazing. I just um, I just closed uh, my group program last night. Bold soul. And, I, yeah, I said something similar. I didn't use those words, but I, I will in the future. But I'm like, you, all these lessons, all the things that you've learned and absorbed, you may have, think that you didn't show up to a call or you spaced out for a week and you didn't get what you came to get and all the things. But, like, just trust that, like things are happening you know in the background and sometimes we don't see it or we see it later or sometimes it's slow so slow and little and then then you look back a year and you're like oh my god I'm a different person but while you're yeah. in it you don't even realize that like, change is happening so that I love the invisible <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tattoo that one on me that's awesome
1: literally I have had to remember that over and over especially, especially when Yeah, I'm like, oh, the external should be looking like it's different. It should be, I should be attracting more clients or I should be having, making more money or I should be X, Y, and Z. It's just remembering that, again, like there are things happening that I can't even see right now. And I guess that kind of leads me into, I have a really strong spiritual practice. And so for me in those moments is trusting higher power, universe, Something greater than me is also at work in co-creation of this dream.
0: I love that. I well, I love that you brought in the spirituality piece and just to go back to the down. Something that I'm really playing with right now, um, have been over the last few months, is you know appreciating the down. You know where we have the same practice and teachings around this also like riding the highs when I'm high and like, you know, surfing that wave and like getting a bunch of shit Mm -hmm. done when I'm inspired and doing it and making, making stuff happen. And like, you know, not like you said, not feeling, not thinking that it has to be that way all the time. Mm -hmm. And in those moments when I'm in my down or in my slower periods, or I'm not that inspired, I'm just like, I know it's coming. You know, I'm like, Mm all right. Mm-hmm. I'm like waiting for it. And it's been <laughs> this really fun. At first it was so hard. I was like, oh my God, is it coming? Am I going to get it, be inspired again? Am I ever going to have an idea? Like, am I, am I going <laughs> to shut the doors to my business? And and I, it started happening when I got a human design reading with Bree Rubin. I mm-hmm. interviewed her a couple episodes ago. I was like, oh, this is just how I operate. Like, this is how mm-hmm. I operate. And so I've just been really sitting in the down in the slower periods and just waiting and going like, I know it's coming. Mm-hmm. And the most beautiful thing is 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 that it does then it hits me I wake Mm -hmm. up one day and I'm like oh my god everything starts pouring in all this inspiration Mm -hmm. all the ideas I'm like out there getting everything done and I'm just realizing that maybe that's
1: my ride you know absolutely I mean I think what you just spoke to it's like this idea of like I think of it as like seasons like there are different like of course we have different seasons we have fall we have winter we have spring and summer like in the creation process of creativity you're whatever process you want to apply that to it's like I really also witness myself be like oh I'm just in winter season right now and it could be a week it could be a month it could be six months but it's like like you said really trusting that the season will change like spring will come Or for me, summer, I actually, I want to be out in the world. I don't, I'm not actually so creative in my business. I like being creative in my life. Like I, this summer we traveled all over the world and I was like, I really wanted the actually biggest breakthroughs for me because work has always been really important to me. I love, I've always loved working. I was in the tech startup world. I was in fashion and then, you know, now working for myself was really claiming that my business is not my number one priority right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's huge. And I and I love mm. the idea of seasons because nothing stays the same. It's always changing and we do we like we're like nurturing the garden, nurturing the fields, you know, and like eventually something's going to grow from it, but it is that patience of going like all right, it's it's a winter uh-huh. or I'm I'm quiet right now and um, being able to like be patient with that and it's a, it's a practice.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely and and now like september has come and i'm like again now more in my business and feeling more alive and feeling like the creativity has come and so i think too some of this it, it gets easier with time it's like the more you've gone through the different phases or or seasons whatever you want to call it you then know oh it is gonna come. It is gonna change. Yeah. And so that is one thing for entrepreneurs I have found is like for my journey, being an entrepreneur has gotten easier over time. Like it, like hands down, it really because I have learned the ebbs and flows of my business and of myself as a creative and as an entrepreneur. And the approval and permission of that has given me so much peace. Yeah. For sure.
0: And you said something like getting to know, yeah, to getting to know your ebbs and flows, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think that's really important. And I think, you know, we can be so hard on ourselves and it doesn't even have to be with being an entrepreneur, right? It's like Mm -hmm. being any area of your life, any category, you know, there are times where I'm more inspired to like, you know, work on my home. And then there are times where I'm like, forget the home. Like you said, I want to (laughs) be outside. And sometimes it's more about my health. And I think that, you know, it is just, um riding, again those waves of inspiration and just saying, okay, this is what's calling right now. Let's focus on that, and let's let's set some of this other stuff to the side, and I can come back to that. You know. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you spoke about um, spirituality, and I don't know. Yeah. I was like, oh, I want to talk about that a little bit, <laughs> and like what your you know relationship is with uh, your higher power, and yeah, like how because I I know you're you're very connected to your spirituality, and it's very important to you. And part of like your part of your life and, and how you take care of yourself. And so I'm just curious about what you
1: have to say about that. Yeah. Well, I feel like I should give a little context to my journey with spirituality. Yeah. I grew up in the Midwest, and in the Midwest, spirituality is really tied to religion. And so that was something I experienced. I grew up going to church every Sunday and it was more of like the traditional, that's just what we did. I wouldn't say I had a personal relationship with something greater. It was just more like the motions of going. Right. And then once I was out of the house, I'm like, I'm not going to church anymore. Like, I'm on my own. <laughs> yeah. And it really took me going to LA and again, having that kind of bottom after realizing I didn't want to be in faction to be like, oh my gosh, is there something greater out there like that I can trust with, not with my life, but in like co-creation of my life. And of course, LA is a very, I found very spiritual place. And so I was introduced to this idea of spirituality just like on its own, outside of any religion, outside of um, actually any framework. It's really a personal relationship between you and just something greater. And I also really love and am a big believer in the 12 step programs and any of them. And that also really grew this idea of trusting a higher power in moments where it gets really hard and I had a client that had a really challenging time with this concept and one of the things that she really could start opening up to this idea is anytime she looked at the sun she remembered oh there is something bigger like look at the sun it's like that thing is huge and it's like shining and it makes me feel warm and that was her entry point into just a relationship with, with whatever it is. Um, I know for people too, when they look at animals, like for them, like their dog can be their like unconditional love or their higher power. And I just think that that's so beautiful.
0: Yeah, it's. I think it is really important. And I, I like those examples that you brought up. I also think of it as just your higher self, like what would the higher mm-hmm. version of you mm-hmm. choose or, or a, a wiser version of you choose? I think it's, important because doing it alone Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know (laughs) it's just so hard and I loved Mm -hmm. the example of the the sun it's like I'm the same like I I grew up one way and then like was like there's that's all bullshit you know and then like Mm as I've gotten older you know just realizing like I don't know sometimes it's not something that you can you know, explain, and it's just a feeling, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I really love the idea that, you know, it doesn't have to be structured, and it doesn't have to be, have all these rules around it, it's just, like, this feeling of you and, and something greater, the universe, nature, mm-hmm. the sun, mm-hmm. you know, animals, God, goddess, you know, mm-hmm. we don't really need to name it,
1: you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. I... I have put more focus on, instead of necessarily needing to describe it, more of my relationship with it, which for me is spending time with my higher power every day, like conscious contact with your higher power. And so that for me is in the morning, meditating, praying, journaling, Looking at, again, I'm holding up my little journal of all my little God shots and inverse wings. Um, and another big practice I have is I literally have a physical box that I call my God box. And every morning, because when I first wake up, I my brain is going wild with thoughts and I'm obsessing about things and the fear seems a little louder. And so I literally will write down anything that I'm feeling anxious about or worried about. We're obsessing about and I will put it in my God box. Yeah. And that like physical act of surrendering something over, just yeah, it feels like this release.
0: Yeah, I have a god box too. But I just love the idea of, and I've I've introduced this to, to clients as well, this idea of like physically writing it down folding it up and putting it somewhere, you know, there, there's just something magical that happens there. It it does feel like, okay, I can't stop thinking about, like, I I remember before my retreat it was this, I was like, so like, are people going to sign up? I'm spending thousands of dollars on this beautiful, you know, home Mm -hmm. and the chef. And I'm just like, well, there's a lot of moments where I, yeah, freaked out a little bit. Like, is this going to pan out? Are people going to sign up? And I just constantly had to write it on a piece of paper and just, put it away and give it to the universe and say like you know just trust like you had this call and desire for a reason and obviously it all mm-hmm. worked out it was beautiful but like yeah mm-hmm. it's like fucking scary doing the things that you <laughs> want to do
1: <laughs> and I think these tools
0: are important you know it's uh-huh. like we, we're we've talked about a lot of different things like from meditation yeah. to to looking at the sun right there's because you know, I have this client right now that's like, what practices do I need? And I, I need to mm-hmm. do this, this, and this. Like, there's a perfect mm-hmm. formula. And I was just saying to them the other day, like, you know, sometimes it's just like you have a busy day, like take five breaths in your car, you know, Mm -hmm. in between appointments. Mm -hmm. I don't think there is a perfect formula. I know people do have like their beautiful rituals and they get Mm -hmm. up and they do things exactly Mm -hmm. the same way every day. And sometimes that can, I think, stop people because they're like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, if I can't practice yoga for an hour, then I'm not going to do it all. But it's like 10 minutes would be amazing, you know. So Mm -hmm. I just love this idea of that a practice and ritual could look like anything and it doesn't need to be something that's done
1: seven days a week you know absolutely I mean that is something I will say the longer I've been in you know personal development and kind of growth work it's like in the beginning it was almost like a to-do list all my things I needed to do it's like meditate internal and, and in the beginning because I was like oh my god all these tools and and now it's much more fluid of like what feels what feels good today and sometimes it is just a deep breath and sometimes it is just taking a moment with my cup of coffee and just like pausing it it can be really simple that's one thing i will say the older i've gone it's like i underestimated the power of simplicity Like, I really notice where I can make things way more complicated than they need to be. And like, oh my gosh, keeping things simple and um, whether it's my my morning routine or practice or I've really seen this in my business, like I value simplicity in my life more than, I, I mean, 10 years ago, five years ago, two years ago, if someone would have been like, You want a simple life? I'd be like, fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. It just, it also another word that I really um, underestimated the power is like, it brings me a lot of peace. Mm. And in the end, I can talk about dreams. I can talk about all these things that we want to go for, but waking up daily or finding peace throughout my day, what more do I want in life? like really content and peace is such a radical experience. So important. And we forget about
0: this. And I was laughing when you're talking about simplicity because last night on (laughs) my final group coaching call with this group of women that I've been working with for the last two months. And you know, we were about to, I was about to guide them through this, you know, like journey, visual journey, like a meditation. And I was trying to get the music to work. And I, you know, to, and, and I was like f- putting my attention on the music and the music, my Spotify wasn't working and it wasn't playing. And then I just stopped and was like, we're not using music. We're keeping things simple. And I just started laughing and was sharing like <laughs> how I feel like, like, you know, everything's got to be, you know, the, the mm-hmm. lights, the music, the th- you know, and everything's got to be perfect. And it's like just I have to remind myself daily to simplify things. And mm-hmm. some of the questions I ask myself on, on the daily you know, are like, how am I making this harder? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how, could this, how could this be oh. more simple? Really, because I get really excited and I'll be doing something and I, and I start to feel the tension or I start to feel mm. the tightness around it. I'm like, oh, wait a second. How am I making this harder? Oh, actually... I don't need to create a whole PDF uh, Mm. for this thing. I can just send questions or I don't need, you know, I'm like making this way more complicated than it needs to Mm. be. And sometimes that's hard to like dial it back. I've made it a priority and it sounds like you have. And when you make something a priority, then it makes sense. When you Mm. haven't like consciously made it a priority there, I feel like there's that conflict of like, no, you should be doing more and creating more and there's gotta be music and, gotta be perfect. So yeah, I really love that you brought that simplicity Mm. piece up. Yeah. It's so good. Mm. Oh, Morgan, Morgan, Morgan. You just bring me peace talking to you. You're like so grounded (laughs) and and so lovely. Um, I'm curious though, like you've created a lot. I mean, it is the fall. I know that you get, you know, activated in the fall and and have Mm -hmm. things that you create. And I'm, curious what you have coming up and what you're excited about and is there another leap that you're taking
1: you know in your life yeah I mean I really feel like the creative flow has just started going into the fall and so I won't share all the specifics and I haven't really shared much about this but a little story on Instagram but like there's been a lot of desire from women for me to create something around like the inner work and fashion and so that is something I am in creation on um, and have been actually for a long time. I've had that vision. Yeah. So I'll leave that little teaser there. More to yeah, come Yeah, teasing
0: us. I love this idea, by the way. I've been going through a whole wardrobe transformation and like really... Yeah. So like, well, yeah, you're, I'm, you're speaking mm. to your ideal client right here <laughs> <laughs> and combining it with like personal transformation and personal mm. development. I'm like, Oh my God, sign me up. Um, <laughs> love this.
1: Yeah. I found, you know, clothing is such an, another way for us to tap into different parts of ourselves. And I've really seen this with dreams, you know, think about that vision you have, whether it's on stage or for me, it was being in like Paris and I, one of the first things I think about is, what am I wearing? Like, for me, that excites me to connect with, like, that future self. What is she wearing? Like, how is she being in the world? And so that's been a really fun practice to have clients, like, dressed up as their future self. So anyways, that's just something, something in the works.
0: Oh, I just want to say yeah. one thing about this, because... I don't know if I've ever said this to anyone, but um, years and years ago, I lost weight. I was I was, had, I was overweight, and one of the things that I did was every night I would picture the outfit <laughs> that I wanted to wear. Mm-hmm. It's like. Wow! Like I said, I'm i vi- I'm a really big visualizer, but I just remember. I mean, this was years ago, my early 20s. But I remember, like every night, I would think about. I wanted. I was so I could not even imagine wearing like like skinny pants. Like I um, would just visualize this outfit for months and months and months. And eventually, I lost like 60 pounds or something, and I could wear wow. stuff like that. But that was like my way to just connect to my mm-hmm. vision. So I just love that you you know you're talking about clothing, and I forgot I I forgot I did that. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah. Wow, Claudia, I so appreciate you sharing that and yeah it's it can be that powerful and and we often we may even do it without even realizing that oh wow I've actually been picturing that outfit or um seen that dress or we have Pinterest boards of clothing and so it is such a powerful way to connect with that that vision and you're about to
0: say something and I, I interrupted you with my story
1: on a, a business front um also we've been asked a lot lately of like where are you living (laughs) what does that look like and and I'll just share you know we're really kind of living six months at a time and that feels really fun to be like wow I don't have to have um the next decade planned or the next year even um of course I have a vision but it's really been such a practice of surrender to be like I just know six months from now um, and if, and we are starting to talk about kids and building a family and just this idea that we could raise a family anywhere, in multiple places. It's like, ooh, that's very edgy for a lot of people we've been talking to. So it's been really owning, just having a life that looks very different than maybe those around me, especially growing up in the Midwest, where it's like, have the house, have the root ground down be in the same place it's been a good practice for me to really own this path that looks very different than how I was raised and and the people around me
0: yeah yeah I'm glad you're speaking to that I also grew up in the Midwest
1: yes (laughs) you know
0: and then I took off and moved to like Thailand and Hong Kong and I lived in Australia and even went to Singapore for a few months. So yeah, that was definitely not the thing people were doing. You know, they were not, mm-hmm. they were not doing that. And it goes back to what you were saying about surrounding yourself with people that like mm-hmm. support your, you know, your desires and dreams. I like that you spoke to living a life that doesn't Look like the, you know, average path and being okay with that. And I think it's also important to have a partner that is also mm-hmm. as adventurous, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. Jason, if he came home today and was like, and I was like, I really want to move to Europe And this is my dream. I we probably would make that happen, or move to Asia again. Or I think that he would be like, "All right, like we we both." Or if he came home and said, "Let's go to Berlin," I'd be like, "All right, let's make it happen." You know. So I think that (laughs) is important to have someone that you know that has that same level of adventure, or maybe you need one that's a little bit more grounded. So.
1: I can see
0: both. I really could see both. Well, you are just, yeah, you are living the dream. You really are. And it's such an inspiration. And the reason I do this podcast is for people to listen to it and, and, and get that spark of inspiration, like, mm-hmm. hey, maybe I should do that or take that leap or take that risk. And so are there any final words that you'd want to leave with, with anyone listening that ha- that they're listening right now and they're like, ooh, mm-hmm. and they're feeling like things yeah. bubble to
1: the surface? What would you say to that that person? Well, one, I would say find community or find support. Like really, that is A decade ago, when I first found my first life coach, I literally Googled life coaches in L.A. And if I wouldn't have done that, it's like, yeah, I mean, that it's been the trajectory of the last 10 years. And so I think that's one of the most important things is like get support. And a question that really changed things for me coming, going after this dream of living, you know, bicontinental continental. My coach said to me, she, because I had so much resistance around this idea and I was like, it's way, you know, it's years away or it's far away. And she said to me, she said, Morgan, what if it's the perfect time to go after your dream? And that is the thing I would just leave. If you're getting a hit and you're feeling a whisper, it's like, we only have one life. And I really have gotten like, we just never know what tomorrow will bring. So it's like, Do you want to spend life feeling like you're waiting or like, what if it was the perfect time to just like fucking go for it? I think that's the thing that I would just say.
0: What if this was the perfect time? Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's a perfect, perfect, perfect place to close on that note, because Mm -hmm. yeah, that's a powerful message. and I'm definitely going to carry that with me. Thank you so much for today. You are amazing. And mm. I just love following you and seeing what you're up to. So how can people, you know, find out the latest with you? Are you Where do you hang
1: out the most? I would say uh, Instagram is where I'm often, you know, sharing things I'm creating. Um, also, any workshops, anything I'm, I'm doing, I'll share there. And also my email list. And you can sign up. Um, I think through my Instagram or my website
0: but yeah I'm
1: I'm always I always do something around the end of the year I think this will come out before then Uh, I love helping women reflect on the last year and then look forward it's one of my favorite times to really slow down so I'll have that coming up Um, but yeah I'd love to connect if you want to reach out
0: I'll put your links in
1: the show notes so that everybody can have easy access to that. Some free meditations. Again, you can sign up through my website or through Instagram. Yeah, I love meditation. It's been such a big practice and I love guiding them for women. So yeah, feel free to download those. They're free. Awesome. I'll put those in
0: the show notes too. Thank you so much, Morgan. I love you. This was awesome. I love you, We did it despite the technical (laughs) difficulties. We made it happen. Yay! We did. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here today. If you feel like you're looking for extra support, don't hesitate to reach out to me. This is what I do. I help women get unstuck and move into the next chapter of their life with so much courage, so much confidence and clarity. You can head to my website, claudiawhitney.com or jump into my DMs on Instagram at with.claudiawhitney. All right, here's to taking those small steps and making huge shifts Happen in your life. Be well and much love.